0: Welcome to pod me if you can. I'm David Farrell and I'm Lloyd Hughes. And today's film is the most anticipated film of 2012. The Dark Knight Rises directed by Christopher Nolan and starring Christian Bale in his third film as Batman. And if you've been living under a rock, you probably haven't seen the first two. But otherwise, here we go. Uh, It's 250 million dollar budget and we're going to be discussing lots of elements of it which is going to spoil the film for anybody who hasn't seen it so if you haven't seen the dark knight rises the third film uh do see it and then listen to this podcast so lloyd the second film made over a billion dollars what do you think about this one
1: yeah well it's got that built-in mechanic doesn't it like um it's like almost box office teflon like it can't fail (laughs) like the number one and two is so successful everyone's gonna see number three i think Mm -hmm. spider-man 3 did pretty well just because it had that built-in audience already so yeah
0: it just got critically attacked didn't it? yeah
1: yeah like it was just a terrible film but um yeah no this this definitely had um had that stigma around it it was Mm. just you know everyone was waiting for it and i i I personally couldn't wait i was like oh Mm. i can't wait to see the conclusion (laughs) yeah and i think
0: the The date was originally the twenty something of July, and then it got brought forward to the nineteenth. It was even even better. You know, you just couldn't wait. Yeah, yeah. Um, And the thing is, this kind of film has that concluding to
1: it. Yes, you know.
0: Yeah. Whether or not um, they're going to kill Batman, or whether or not. you know, Gotham City will be destroyed. There's this ending that you're looking forward to the end of. Yes. How did you find the daunting 164 minutes?
1: It was long. And I even was sitting in the cinema going, man, this is a long movie, but not in a bad way. I was just, like, noticing, wow, this is very long. (laughs) Yeah.
0: There's a massive amount of detail going into the film and a massive amount of plot that they really have to touch on. So there's so few scenes that you can cut yes I guess yeah yeah Um, would have been a long script for everyone to sit through and
1: read though I'm guessing
0: (laughs) I mean unless as well as
1: for us to sit through no no it was fantastic
0: (laughs) no no it was I mean if you're anticipating a film you almost don't want it to end yeah but then the same token I mean I feel like maybe he was in the prison a little bit too long uh, you know, before he sort of picked well, himself up. Well, people were going on
1: about, more, maybe there's a director's cut that goes in even longer and I'd love to see that, mm-hmm. you know. it's like true.
0: Well, with the Heath Ledger film, The
1: Dark Knight, I mean,
0: people were saying that, you know, is there more, is there deleted scenes? And he said he put everything in that film wow. that Heath Ledger did. So, like, it was all there. Um, the thing about that is, though, you don't really have, like, a special edition or anything. There's, there is no more. Um, but that film also felt long. It just felt like there was a lot to the second film. Um, I probably liked the second film more though.
1: All oh, right, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. The,
0: the Joker, there's something an X factor there. I mean, though Bane is very chaotic and very kind of, you know, aggressive and killing people. There's something sort of so uh, just I don't know off the wall about the Joker. Yes, and the portrayal of the Joker by Heath Ledger that it just seemed so much more interesting. You know, like, you didn't really know what was going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I feel like maybe there was some predictable stuff in this. Yeah. No, definitely. Lifted a lot from comic books.
1: You're right about the X factor. Um, The Joker was just something else. Mm. Like, he was so good he overshadowed everyone and yeah. i just was like when can we get to the joker yeah. and i remember thinking at the end of the dark Knight when he had the two-face ending I, I just didn't care i was like can we go back to the Joker?" because you were so exhausted by the whole event of the joker when yeah. it get, got to its third act again with between him and harvey dent you know it lost a lot of momentum and everything like that and because you would, would, yeah sorry
0: would you have preferred uh that the two-phase character was left for the third film
1: yes yeah i probably would have he just escaped into the darkness yeah and then he's just popping up somewhere in the third film yeah that probably would have been better like i guess but no that nothing to discredit the dark knight it's it's pretty good film it's Mm. very good yeah yeah but the that x-factor element you mentioned the joker was so good it just towered over everything else you know and Oh man! So
0: you as well thought the second film was better? Oh jeez, I best? don't know where
1: I stand with that. I, I really liked the second one. I, I I I probably put number two, three, and then one in in terms of ranking mm. as the best one. Yeah, but I liked the third one. I, I liked this movie. I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was really really good. Mm. I thought Christopher Nolan did, did an amazing job with the franchise. Really brought it back from the dead, mm. and gave it this ultimate level of maturity. I heard from the commentary, he's a big Michael Mann fan the whole bank robbery scene is like a homage to Heat and he wanted that build up between the, the Joker The stock
0: exchange? Oh, the bank robbery at the beginning at the beginning of, of The Dark Knight Yep,
1: um, was a homage to Heat and the whole thing between the Joker and Batman he wanted it like Robert De Niro and Al Pacino sort of thing you know, that build up mm-hmm. and I could see a lot of Michael Mannish elements in the third one I'm struggling to think of an example but I do remember going oh yeah, that's that's kind of like you know <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: Um... I want to talk for a second about franchise hulks. Um, When I look at Christian Bale, right, now I see him as Batman, right? But then when he was in McGee's Terminator Salvation... As John Connor, wasn't was I haven't seen John Connor. Him, yeah. uh, but as well, I mean, there's Robert Downey Jr. who plays Iron Man, but then he also plays Sherlock Holmes. Chris Evans played the Human Torch. He also plays Captain America.
1: Oh, right, you okay, know, this, yeah.
0: This same actor who's playing a very sort of, you know, franchise role... It bugs me. It it annoys me. (laughs) And I see uh, Sherlock Holmes, and I only think Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man. And that's why I think I don't like Sherlock Holmes. And there's so many actors who could have played that role, you know, that it just feels like they're hogging the franchise. And I'm a little bit glad that Terminator Salvation hasn't got a sequel around yet. Yeah, because it was so
1: bad, I (laughs) heard.
0: Oh, as well. I mean, I just feel like I was watching him play, like he was Batman. You know what I mean? Playing John Connor kind of thing. Sure. Um, Yeah, it just bugs me when people hog a franchise. Because I just imagine all the actors who auditioned for that you know and everybody who missed out and they're all like oh but that guy already has a franchise you know Something. I that guess it's
1: from the producer's point of view it's just such a safe bet like oh I'll just get Robert down <laughs> we're guess. guaranteed bums on seats and yeah. I, don't, I don't have to watch Sherlock Holmes though so. <laughs> has Johnny Depp done that I know he's got four in um, Pirates of the Caribbean four movies has he done anything else like a trilogy or something like uh, that I mean unless they're going to make
0: sequels to like Alice in Wonderland oh, sure sure yeah. Um, about yeah or if they you know I guess they can't really do much. Yeah. Um, I mean, but his franchise is Pirates. Yeah. You know, it's when they start doing sequel after sequel after sequel, you know, that that's when it's a franchise. So, yeah. Anyway, we're here to talk about Dark Knight Rises. Yep. So, uh, the plane sequence at the beginning. When Lloyd and I watched Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol, we were supposed to see this sequence at the beginning of the film. I didn't see it at all. (laughs) We talked about that on the podcast, too. We are just saying we didn't see... Any of it. Like,
1: uh, I'm kind of glad.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, and that a lot of the questions that came out of people seeing that, especially in IMAX, it was on all the IMAX screenings, um, was Bane wearing the mask difficult to understand. That was the major criticism coming through. You
1: get it. used to it, but I did, because I didn't know anything of the Dark, uh, dark Knight Rises. I avoided all the trailers as much as possible. Yep. Um, so when I saw started, I heard B- Bane speak. I was like... <laughs> really <laughs> you know that was my first reaction i was like what what kind of an accent is that you know because he's like this mexican like wrestler in the yeah. comic books i was like what who is this guy you know it was just such a shock but i got used to it instantly and i think that's just credit to christopher nolan and mm. the performance you know yeah
0: for me um and i love the ominous bane music you know which is playing every time he's doing something oh, that sinister. scratching sort of sound yeah, yeah um, really like that. I may even get the soundtrack because of it. Yeah,
1: the soundtrack was fantastic for The Dark Knight, the whole trilogy, yeah. Mm.
0: Um, did you find? Because I thought when Bane spoke, it echoed through like multiple speakers in the cinema.
1: Yeah, there it- was a vibration. The one I saw it. I yeah. saw it at. um oh, Sorry to discredit you guys, Belcon and um, Hoyts. And there was like this weird vibration coming from the central speaker. I don't know if that's supposed to be part of the film, but it did sound like it took me out of it. I was like, is there something wrong with the yes. speaker? It yeah, it took yeah. me out of it as well. Yeah, a few
0: times I don't know what he said. Even now I don't know what he said. Most of the time though, as you say, you get used to
1: it. I feel like that with uh, Chris, uh with a uh, Christian Bale. <laughs>
0: <laughs> What'd you say? Trigger. What'd you say? I put it by What? <laughs> <laughs>
1: mind uh, do they still went ahead with that?
0: <laughs> so I'm just thinking, it sounds like with the with the Bane audio, it sounds like it's been added later. You know, there's just a voiceover. Oh done, yeah, I see what you mean. And there. they've yeah, attached it because you can't see his mouth move. Yeah, his that.
1: performance is all in the eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah and I'm yeah. guessing that
0: you know. Um, though on set he may have read the lines it's a Darth Vader situation isn't it Um, the guy wearing the Darth Vader suit would have said the lines and then James Earl Jones came in and voice over them yeah absolutely yeah it's like a
1: puppet sort of thing yeah
0: obviously though Tom Hardy would have done his own lines but I feel like it's been added and had that reverb kind of audio something happen to it yeah, which kind of took me out of it as well at the beginning. Honestly. Yeah, like, yeah,
1: maybe there was something wrong with the speakers, in the movie or that.
0: <laughs> um, all right, so that's that plane stuff. Asks the questions that the audience wanted wants to know. It says, "Why does Bane wear the mask? Will he die if the mask comes off? You know?" And we don't get those answers right away. Yeah, yeah. And then there's that super loyal henchman who goes down with the plane. What's that guy doing? Oh,
1: yeah. It's almost uh, reminiscent. It always echoes terrorism. They're willing to go down, you know, and take themselves. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and
0: they're all super loyal to Bane. It was such a
1: weird stunt. Like, with the blood transfusion thing going on and the plane hanging upside down, and they're still. the you blood know?
0: transfusion seemingly was to make sure the scientist appeared as if he was dead oh okay, because they sure. said he was reported dead yeah i don't think it would have made a difference if they'd just stolen like kidnapped the scientist and you know kept him in the sewer and stuff i mean people would have been looking for him would they have been looking for them in gotham yeah you know what i mean like yeah i'm
1: sure there was a big logic behind it but i don't know i was just like why is this plane upside down it was it was
0: <laughs> elaborate yeah I, yeah i was a bit annoyed i didn't get to see it explode like it shows it dropping yeah and then it cuts to the, sh- the plane sort of flying off into the distance and I sure. wanted to see that like to see exactly how high it's falling from you know yeah. it's almost like a roadrunner cartoon or something you know you want to see the little <laughs> cloud of smoke and go oh that's pretty high yahoo yeah. you know the
1: guy sitting on top of the atomic bomb <laughs> yes
0: <laughs> alright um so eight years on yep this film is eight years yeah, on yeah did that
1: title come up like no. there was it eight years later or you just had to piece it together
0: it's in the synopsis oh okay and you do piece it together oh right yeah um you would you would know about it if you read anything about the film um but I yeah didn't. otherwise yeah, yeah. it just says
1: i actually um because i think i read a review after the film it was like it all takes place eight years later i'm like oh well well that explains a lot of things <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah
0: do you think bruce wayne would still be reeling from rachel's death eight years later
1: yeah I think just because uh, you're into you're with this guy for two films you know him inside out you know he takes things personally like his mm. parents died at a young age and he never let that go and I always said Bruce Wayne's an insane man like mm-hmm. he was traumatized as a young kid from the death of his parents and he's never been the same and you know he wears a suit and kills uh, beats up criminals who can't even he definitely afford definitely doesn't, oh, <laughs> does, doesn't kill oh he doesn't kill beats up criminals who can't even afford to feed their families you know that's always been the big question about a vigilante and Frank Miller, probably the greatest, uh, the man solely responsible for bringing the Batman to this level of the psychological level it is, um yeah like he doesn't let things go and if he's fall in love with a girl deeply and she's dead because he feels because of him he's never gonna let that go and you see his whole body deteriorate and i love the howard hughes references mm. you know the billionaire stuck out you know with his yeah. urine jars and yes. his yeah that was great um yeah no i absolutely believe that yeah yeah uh,
0: for me the major problem with the trilogy is that they didn't get katie holmes back and they changed to Maggie Gyllenhaal and she's a better actress maybe you should have got Maggie Gyllenhaal initially sure you know um, I felt like
1: that's a Tom Cruise era definitely <laughs> it had to have been there's no way you'd go no I'm not coming back for the sequel yeah <laughs> I guess so Christopher Lowe are you kidding me right <laughs> I can't do his accent no. <laughs> um,
0: I feel like uh, they should have just had in the second film a different girl sure you know right. someone else he was in love with because yep. it's just so simple. Like children watching this trilogy, they yeah. go, oh, why have they changed actresses? You know, it just throws you so much. And it's it's frustrating because she's such a presence in the third one
1: as well. You and just see a picture in her in the third one, right? Yeah. They're, and do they flash back to her? They do a lot, whole bunch oh, of flashbacks. Oh, they flashed her up real quick, maybe? Sure, yep, um, yeah. Yeah.
0: But the thing about that was why wasn't it a photo of Katie Holmes, you know? Oh, I see. From even further back, <laughs> you know, presumably. And what really, wow, my gosh, he's changed. <laughs> you know, memory changes. <laughs> the uh, In this quote from Memento.
1: Which is another Christopher Nolan film, yeah. He
0: says, memory is, you know, changes the colour of a car or the, you know, the weather and stuff like that. As time goes by, your memory changes kind of thing. Yeah. Um, it really bugs me that it's not fluid that's not consistent through the whole trilogy I think it
1: bugged um, all the producers and the director sure. I think it was Tom Cruise behind the whole thing going Look, I mean I
0: think I yeah. heard
1: rumours he thought it was too violent. <laughs> the too Dark violent. Knight. Yeah, for mm. for his religion, for Katie Holmes'. Oh, okay. You know, I, I heard rumours about it. I can't confirm that. But no, obviously no. not. We, yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. never know. Personally, probably. I think he was just jealous that she was in this massive epic trilogy. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, she wasn't, so... <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. I mean, it's it's like, all right, this is a completely different example. I'm going to say that before I say this. Yeah. Heath Ledger, obviously, because he passed away, couldn't be in the third film. And so every reference of him in the third film is not there. Anything they would have put in about the Joker, if they wanted him to reappear, if they wanted to show him doing something maniacal, gone. All right? Shouldn't it really be the same? You've got that character. I feel like they should have just said, right, no more references to Rachel. yeah, yeah. The yeah. new person in the second film is... You know,
1: whatever. Yeah, yeah. No, no that's a really good point. I, I could picture if they had Heath Ledger still, there would have been just this single shot of him in Arkham City when it, when Bane was announcing everything, and it cuts all the prisoners, and it would have been just the Joker turning, like in his prison cell, like listening, and that would have been so cool. Mm. They could have probably done that, but um, no, I, you know, Nolan probably just had utmost respect. And he just did. Went, no, yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, I think Nolan was really affected because two people died. Uh, mm. one person, one stuntman died in the Dark Knight, and then of course Heath Ledger died really quickly, like as soon as yeah afterwards. Well,
0: yeah, he was dead in July. Yeah. I mean, sorry, January, and the film was out in July, I think. Ooh, so it was months later, but yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So obviously after production, and yeah, I think something. he was really rattled by that. Yeah, mm. but no, that didn't bother me at all. Um, having the inconsistency with the with the
0: cast. <laughs> well, the other thing that bugged me about that picture, all right, was that it's the most. Styled photo of Maggie Gyllenhaal. It looks like a set photo that somebody took and then they framed. Sure. It doesn't look natural. It doesn't look like she's kind of, you know, waving at the camera or anything. It looks like she said, oh, I can't come back and do a photo. And she could have sent them a candid photo or something. She could have taken with a timer on a camera or one of her and Bruce, Bruce Wayne. Yeah. You know, like something of them together. Like, that's the photo... It just looks so staged.
1: Yeah, it is very stage photo, yeah. It's not like in Back to the Future. Uh, In Back to the Future, the main mechanic of it... The, a huge part of their mechanic is the photographs and the photographs with the people in it would disappear yes. like being erased from yep. existence and it wasn't so staged it looked like it was a family yeah. photo it's a very tricky thing to do isn't it it's just like do I make it but this like Maggie Gyllenhaal photo looked like it looked set, very it? yeah like a Bruce Wayne hired a very elite photographer yes. and just went to stand there look into oblivion as if it was tragedy the, is coming
0: it was a s- set winning. photo I believe
1: <laughs> sorry yeah. it was
0: a set photo I believe from when they had the dinner scene her and Harvey have dinner with Bruce Wayne and the ballet dancer, the Russian ballet dancer. Oh, okay. Yeah. It looked like she was just in that scene. Sure, like yeah. Like they'd yeah. taken a set photo while she was talking, kind of thing. You know. Just too I, I never noticed that. Two <laughs> steps. Alright, so Anne Hathaway as Catwoman. Let's talk Anne Hathaway.
1: I I um ...had issues when that was announced... ...but I also had issues with Heath Ledger... ...and uh, being cast as a joke... ...and I thought, oh, they're going to kill the franchise... ...and when I saw it, I'm like, wow so I have all faith in Christopher Nolan when Anne Hathaway was cast I went what oh no it's Christopher Nolan it'll be fine (laughs) and I thought she did a good job I thought she did a great job very different I still think the best Catwoman is uh, Michelle Pfeiffer in Batman Returns but that was a very different direction you couldn't compare the two they're two different worlds two different universes two different takes on Batman um But I thought she was fantastic. Uh, yeah, she was really good. I, I was hoping that would go more in a Frank Miller sort of style, which they kind of did, but, yeah, But yeah.
0: I thought when she was snooping as a maid that we were going to see her transform somehow into Catwoman because she seemed like she was acting like Oh, well wear enough. the suit and stuff. Yeah, well, remember when Michelle Pfeiffer had this whole life before oh, she was yes, Catwoman? Oh, yes, yes, yeah. You know, she was like a secretary and stuff, and then the cats were all around her, and she rose up and was Catwoman. I felt like she was doing so well as a Snoopy maid that I was sure she was just a Snoopy maid. You know, I was watching it and going, oh, yeah. So we're going to see her turn into Catwoman somehow. And then when she kicks out the cane and shows her true character, knocking Bruce Wayne to the ground, steals the pearls. flips over the flips window, over. Yeah. I was like, okay, all right, yeah. well, you got me. <laughs> they
1: skipped out on the origin part,
0: yeah. Which is nice, because too many origins. Yeah. You know? I mean, you're getting a lot of Bane's origin as well yes. later on in flashbacks. Um and spoilers, uh, Natalias. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, well, they know there's spoilers. We yeah. said that at the beginning of this. But in case you've listened this far, <laughs> yeah. it's going to get worse. Not the film. The film was great. Yeah, the film was fantastic. <laughs> just the spoilers will get worse. Um, all right, so the safe is uncrackable, right? Why was there a tracking device on the pearls if the safe was uncrackable? Does Bruce Wayne have tracking devices on everything in his house? Extra safe, I guess. They're very
1: expensive pearls. <laughs> wouldn't,
0: wouldn't you just put a tracking device on the safe? Because if they're going to steal something, it's going to be the safe, which they're going to crack open and get the pearls. Yeah, that's a good point. You know I, I didn't even mean? think of that. Yeah, I, yeah. I was just like, okay, but the safe, he thinks the safe is uncrackable. Yeah. That makes no sense that he would ever devise <laughs> a very the pearls. good point. Yeah, yeah. It's like, what? That's that's throwing me. All right. And we just watched this yesterday. So it's not as if this isn't fresh in our minds.
1: <laughs> Man, I could hide. I reckon, because I played hide and go seek a lot when I was young, I could hide. <laughs> if you gave me a pearl necklace and I had a mansion like that, you would never find that pearl necklace. Sure. And probably in time, I could never find it again. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dear.
0: <laughs> um, piano keys opening that bookcase was pretty cool. That was awesome. I was so like, no, that, was that was a- in the
1: first one, wasn't it? Oh, uh, I don't one? remember. Because the the mansion burns... Oh, no, the mansion burns down. they had and time they to rebuild. rebuild. It, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, but that was like a throwback to Adam West. You know, like the bookcase opening by a button under a... I don't know what you call those little um, statuette uh, kind of things. Yeah. Jeez. You know, you know what bust. I A mean. bust. Yes. A bust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we pull the head back on a bust and then, bam, button... And they go down a pole, and all of a sudden
1: they're wearing a tights. (laughs) And
0: then Alfred had to do the whole, (laughs) like, real notes you'd never play together kind of thing. It was really nice. Yeah. Um, What did you think of Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Before he was put in the film, he was signed on, everybody thought he was going to play the Riddler.
1: This is the guy who played John Blake. Oh, yeah, he was in 500 Days of Summer, and he was in Inception. Correct. So he's part of the Everybody Col- everybody group. in this
0: is from Inception, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> Let's do my, a quick count. We got uh Christian Bale, Mary Joseph Gordon Levitt, Catillard, Marion cotillard It was Christian Bale in Inception. Oh, sorry, not Christian Bale. Um Tom Hardy. Tom, Tom Hardy, Hardy was yeah. it? Um
1: you know that's just like the regroup and it goes things.
0: on <laughs> yeah no no I, well, Michael Caine do we say that I don't know
1: yeah but yeah it's definitely that crew um Nolan's crew and I can't wait to see more movies by them it's, mm. it's a fantastic group he's great you think yeah, there's I, Gordon Levitt? I crew? think he's fantastic he oh. had that accent and everything and he's got those eyes and oh man but I thought I I always said this to people I was probably out of it but he looks very similar to Heath Ledger don't you think no um, no he doesn't <laughs> <laughs>
0: well they're, they're in the film
1: together yeah 10 things 10 was, things i hate about you oh
0: oh they are
1: <laughs> aren't they oh my god yeah uh, do they play so, brothers no, no no they don't
0: <laughs> one of them plays the coolest kid in school who's a rebel badass and the other one plays like the aussie. nerd
1: <laughs> yeah sorry when you americans say aussie it's so funny <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, I thought the John Blake character played by Joseph Gordon-Levitt was really a goody-goody cop. Yeah. So idealistic and, like, knows people on his beat and everything.
1: Yeah, I know. He had the most cliched character. It's so over-the-top, so perfect, incorruptible and all that. Incorruptible, But it was just funny how he delivered his lines, the stare he had, and his body language and his movement. I don't know. It just went, went with him. Yeah. And then what about say, sorry,
0: yeah I was gonna say well what about the fact that he figured out years ago that Bruce Wayne was Batman yeah yeah that's
1: weird isn't yeah, it like yeah. as
0: a kid do you wanna talk
1: about what, it was he in the first one no they flash not he's just saying it yeah no. sure yeah yeah no he thinks he's yeah he knew for a long time he's Bruce Wayne and he kept it under wraps I don't know I went with it I, mm. I just went with it yeah yeah for me
0: I don't know that bit there I was like Why haven't you gone up and confronted him about this any time sooner? Because he's been going eight years. Because he's a good guy. Eight years. There's been very little crime in eight years, presumably. And it's just been, you know, it's peacetime kind of thing. Um, I don't know. I was was reluctant to go with him on all of this. Sure, yeah. And a lot of the time I felt like he was being groomed to take over as Batman oh right you saw that yeah because because he says to him Batman could be anybody the symbol wear a mask yeah next time wear a mask exactly He's not afraid to show his face. And, and stuff. when they
1: said, "Oh, you, I like your original name, Robin, because no. I just thought there's no way that could be Robin because Robin, his parents died as acrobats, you know, so when... Well, that, you make up your own mythology. Yes, they, they changed it with Bane and they changed it with um, a whole bunch of things. But yeah, you're right. But I I just thought when he gave a bit of backstory about his parents, I just thought the whole idea of him being Robin was quashed then and there. Mm. And then when it came to the oh, okay, I can see him as Robin. <laughs> but... Christian Bale said he would never be in a Batman series if there was a Robin yeah well said because every Robin has sucked (laughs) yeah
0: sorry Christopher O'Donnell
1: (laughs) yeah oh man no offence I think you're a good actor but oh man that movie sucked Mm. And then Batgirl and then Bat Bat and then the Bat knife. Oh and then the Bat <laughs> Credit Card. It just went on. The Bat Credit Card. You remember that? No. You don't remember that? Batman Returns because they're they're bidding on, Batman, Ubers, Returns. on Batman um <laughs> Batman Robin. Definitely not Batman <laughs> No, Returns. no, Batman Returns is a masterpiece. Um they uh they're bidding on Uma Thurman and they're trying to outbid each other and then he goes, I brought my bat credit card and he flips out a bat credit. Don't you remember that? They plugged that in every single commercial ever since. Oh man. I think the most memorable Batman commercial is the one where he goes I'll get drive through. Oh jeez <laughs>
0: exactly <laughs> that was the that was the biggest one yeah the happy meals and everything yeah, yeah. that followed that line
1: the, oh no the worst one the worst one was the dark night the dark burger that um in hungry uh, jacks yeah in australia we have a thing called hungry jacks which is just burger king right and we <laughs> released uh, uh hungry jacks had an ad, ad campaign for the next happy meal sort of thing they're le- like the next burger meal equivalent of a happy yeah, meal yeah equivalent of a happy, Probably meal. happy
0: meal is trademarked and it was called the
1: dark burger and all i could think of was all these guys sitting around out of boardroom okay guys we've got the franchise with the dark now nah, what what can we call this mm, I got it <laughs> <You know?
0: laughs> if I remember correctly they had a shot of Heath Ledger's Joker lick, smacking his lips yeah you know and like while everyone the in the
1: cinema cried they went <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh boy <laughs> <laughs> all right i got i got a question about this film yep. dark knight rises and i don't want it to sound like i just bitch about this film because i quite liked it yeah no dave they loved this movie yeah, yeah it was very he, he was good like pushing me you gotta
1: go see this man you yeah it's
0: it. it's very good i really enjoy christopher nolan's work and uh, i really just find a few little things and kind of pick it dave
1: was one of the ones that spotted this guy was going to be super talented with memento and I said, oh, I didn't. I wasn't a big fan of Memento. It wasn't until I saw Insomnia, or went, "Wow, Christopher Nolan's really good." But Dave saw Memento, and he's a big um, Guy Pierce fan, mm. and he was like, "This guy is something, man. Watch out for his next film." And you know, he was right. Like Christopher Nolan's like probably the James Cameron of today. No offense to James Cameron, he's still <laughs> producing movies, but
0: <laughs> he's, yeah, Avatar 2 <laughs> <again. laughs> Yeah, but you know what I
1: mean. Like he makes yeah. excellent, phenomenal movies, and he's so intelligent. If you, you ask know?
0: people nowadays who their favorite directors are, they all say Christopher he would be up there yeah, yeah and well you know well deserved mm. here's my question cuz 8 years is a long time batman's disappeared for 8 years bruce wayne's disappeared for 8 years why hasn't anybody put together that bruce wayne is batman <laughs> this is like the Superman wears glasses Uh, Clark Kent wears glasses Superman doesn't wear glasses one of the
1: greatest superhero comedies of all time (laughs) mystery man Captain Amazing wears glasses you know the other guy doesn't that doesn't make sense how could he see
0: (laughs) (laughs) exactly I don't know why no one's figured it out. Yeah, yeah. You know, Joseph Gordon Levitt. He's like, I knew you were Batman. Blah blah blah. Right? Commissioner Gordon seems so dumb. Oh, comparison. Bruce Wayne. At no, the end. No, no way. That was, <laughs> yeah. that was Bruce Wayne. I never figured it out. And when <laughs> that's he, a good point. he comes and visits him wearing the balaclava in the hospital, and he still doesn't pick it because the eyes <laughs> oh,
1: Yeah, that's and a stuff. good point. When he's he's wearing a suit. expensive business yeah, yeah, suit yeah. as well. It's I just, thought he knew he was Bruce Wayne the whole time. No, I thought for a while he did as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. And then when but it at came at the end, I was like... You're an idiot, right? Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, he's the only one who doesn't know, isn't
1: he? Yeah, yeah. Everybody and else knows. And by the way, they got one of the greatest British actors to play. Oh, you guys all know this. I'm um, to Commissioner Gordon. Gary uh, Oldman. Gary Oldman, one of the greatest British actors of all time. Like Christopher Nolan, when he got the Batman franchise, there was no screwing around. Mm. The, pretty much an all-British cast. <laughs> That's a great cast. Oh, it's a... F- Phenomenal cast, yeah.
0: Bit of casting in the hospital there. They had Thomas Lennon who plays Reno Nine One One. He plays the guy with the short shorts from that Reno Nine One One show. <laughs> he was doing the X-rays on Bruce Wayne, and he was
1: playing it seriously. Yeah, you well, know, people see him, they're like so slightly yep. funny. <laughs>
0: exactly. I was I was ready to laugh. <laughs> I just yeah. Thought he would have some more ad libbing or something, but it was just really weird, wasn't it? I mean, he's a comedic actor.
1: Um, physically Batman, if you're inactive and Batman's such a physically demanding occupation. Um and he would have deteriorated physically. I'm assuming he didn't exercise at all, he's walking around with a cane, his Presumable. legs have been damaged, so I'm just assuming that. Like maybe he kept a bit in fitness. And then he had those x rays done and there's like I'm assuming that he didn't falsify any of them or anything. They're honest x rays going, dude, you're it's telling the audience you're physically not the same anymore sort mm-hmm. of thing you know yeah bruce wayne is old now he's not a young you know from batman begins um and then he we quickly quickly get rid of that problem by strapping on something to his leg and then he ninja kicks a wall and the whole wall breaks apart i'm like okay yes. that problem's solved let's move on i was like what was the thing around this <laughs> you know brace. Yeah. i want to get one of those yeah i reckon <laughs> just suddenly I'm assuming up. it's a Bruce Wayne gadget but it was it seemed like that was going to be an issue that were going to central uh, his leg yeah yeah or, or just that he, he's physically deteriorating he's mm. not the same mm-hmm. um, and then he straps something onto his leg and he's Superman again because it's ridiculous know. you see
0: how physically intimidating and strong Bane is yeah yeah and he's cracking people's necks and he's smothering people and stuff just
1: by touching them exactly yeah, yeah.
0: he's just like you know yeah right in their
1: face. and he has all that training in Warrior as well oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. League of Shadows of course yeah. <laughs> It was too extreme for the legal shadows though.
0: Um, no, but the thing is, that, that wasn't really an issue beyond that, was it? And that's sort of, yeah. Yeah, I just
1: thought they went, oh, okay, well, problem solved.
0: Do, do you remember, um, remember when uh, in Batman Begins, he gets hurt and uh, he's in recovery a bit? He's like, you know, he's got bruising and he's like. And, oh. and they
1: did that in the Dark Knight after he got mauled by the dog and he's sewing his yes, own wounds exactly. because this teaches me so I don't do it again. Exactly. Yeah, yeah.
0: There was less of that. Besides when he gets his back broken later by Bane.
1: Yeah, and there's this long, you know, recovery, recovery process. Period. Which I liked, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Mostly he was just like, fine, you know. Yeah, yeah. Basically back to the picture of health. Yeah. After but eight years. Just to
1: skip ahead, Bane kicked his ass. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes. Um, Alright, let's just skim over a couple of these notes I made during the film. Yep. Selena Kyle, Catwoman. Uh, she has a friend who seems like a roommate sort of thing but she's also in on the grifting. She knows about marks and took someone's wallet and stuff. Now apparently in the comics she's like a sidekick character sure. for Catwoman. Yep. I don't think that was really clear in the film. It's probably just something in there for big big comic book fans. You know, yeah. yeah. Like, oh my gosh, it's whatever her name was. That's a good point, yeah. Um I didn't know if they were roommates, grifting partners or lovers, you know, if she had been a lesbian Like I wouldn't have realised that sort of thing in this film because it's just not clear what their relationship is. Yes. She's just sort of there, isn't she? Just involved. Definitely, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, When um, Bruce Wayne uses the tracking device to track down Catwoman... Um, he does a dance with her, and there's really nice dialogue there.
1: That is a ballroom sequence. Yeah, um, Bruce Wayne doesn't wear a mask because his disguise is Bruce Wayne. That's the whole point of it. Yes. I don't think they'll ever top the scene. In I think it's the best scene ever in all of Batman. Um, was the ballroom scene in Batman Returns when Catwoman appears, Selena Kyle, and she's just Selena Kyle, and everyone else is wearing a mask, and Bruce Wayne, Michael Keaton, just appears and he's just Bruce Wayne. He's not wearing a mask, and they both meet and they dance together, and everyone else is masked. And the music is so enchanting, and then they tell—I think the line is—if um, you kiss mistletoe, yeah, kiss on the mistletoe is deadly, and they both realize and they just mean it, yeah. And the the emotion—it
0: but it's even deadlier if you mean yeah, it, yeah,
1: exactly. And then both, um, they both—they both realize, and they're both so emotional, just staring at each other oh my god never be topped and I thought oh cool Christopher Nolan's doing a ballroom scene but I think Christopher Nolan yeah, I can't top that (laughs) what I I liked was it it was
0: yeah it reminded me of that but also reminded me of like Mr. and Mrs. Smith in that film um,
1: I got 20 minutes into that film I'm so sorry (laughs) you
0: (laughs) you definitely didn't get to it then (laughs) in that film um Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie know each other's identities as spies, and they're dancing and removing weapons from each other at the same time. So they're like, uh, he'll dip her and then, like, remove a knife that she's got concealed and throw it against a wall so nobody realizes they've got this whole thing going on. And I thought it was really good. Then um, she kisses him, steals his valet parking ticket. Yeah. And yeah. then you see the line from every single ad that's going on TV at the moment where he the valet goes oh your wife said you would be taking a cab home and he goes my wife yeah that is playing on all the ads now so then that bit happens.
1: oh okay sure yeah that's all the tv spots yeah yeah yeah
0: a few a few things have been ruined in this film by having too much too much commercial i'm
1: i'm lucky i didn't see any of it so the whole movie was fresh to me
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> um i thought it was a bit forced when lucius fox morgan freeman he comes in to see him and he says i'm retired and then he goes well, let me show you some stuff for old time's sake, you know. Yeah. And then he shows him the bat. The bat, yeah. And I'm glad it had a fancy name because I don't really like the bat as a name. You yeah, know, Batwing, I think it was in the other films. Yes. Um, what did you think of the new flying device? I mean, it was cool.
1: Like, um, I had issues with the Batmobile and all that, but it was under Christopher Nolan's universe everything had to be really practical like you think about it um, why would you have a sleek fast super duper looking Batmobile cruising around the city it just doesn't have the practicalities having like this tank that can bust through walls that can shoot things that can you know fire ropes and go from building to building it's much more practical and I guess believable to its universe it being like a tank yeah it being like a tank but it doesn't look as cool this one is like a helicopter helicopter is so mobile it can go up and down it had like do- a propeller
0: thing exactly yeah, yeah yeah it's like almost
1: like a harriet jump jet it just had that supreme mobility mm. so yeah I liked it I'm um, compared to the batwing which looked like a cool jet what are the practicalities of having a cool jet a if you're fighting yeah yeah well, it's like hit. that joke in um, the simpsons you know the aircraft guys come up against the right airplane that sideshow bob's taken and the aircraft just fly right past it oh we're going to suggest a different tactic and they just walk next to- <laughs> 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 yeah so um, I liked it I liked the bat mm. they should have called it the batwings so. wings
0: we had to wait about an hour for batman to reappear in this yes film. and i like that the build-up yeah, yeah. the build-up is good because you're already in there you're in the cinema you're waiting for it it's just yeah it's really really good to see um
1: you're gonna see some you're gonna see something tonight kid oh
0: son there's a lot more comedy in this film too <laughs> yeah. quick zingy when the cop shoots at him and he goes i'm sorry <laughs> that was pretty funny um but the stock market scene they take those hostages on the motorbikes and stuff yeah and felt like they would have fallen off a bunch of times yeah, see, yeah, yeah, yeah as if they couldn't roll off and stuff um yeah just a really interesting kind of re-emergence of batman he's surrounded by police the scale of it all i mean i like how christopher nolan doesn't make things seem fake the most fake thing about the film was when those heat-seeking missiles were following the um bat <laughs> flying i it. thought
1: that was more believable than the mobile phones in the second one that was so bad oh, yeah sure <laughs> the sonar
0: <laughs> what was interesting was that we didn't really do much with it this film
1: yeah you could have there was so much practicalities mm-hmm. to be used with that could have saved the whole entire day with the after, film.
0: <laughs> after the um death of rachel presumably everything deteriorates in wayne enterprises and everything gets shut down and stuff so he just doesn't give a crap about any of it and so
1: yeah Um, that and his whole armory gets raided (laughs) they had uh the clean
0: slate program which was supposedly what catwoman was after the whole film and it's like something on a usb or a thumb drive
1: that can erase all your records yeah
0: across everything across the world apparently and then this just seems ridiculous to me because surely there would be printed out copies (laughs) Non online copies, you know, backed up. Hell, to Heath Ledger drives. was.
1: Oh, Heath Ledger. I said it. The Joker. No, the um uh the guy who's playing Robin um had uh, a whole file Joseph on Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> exactly. I
0: mean, this isn't going to destroy printed files and stuff. And it's not as if there won't be records of her and her existence in the hospital she was born in. Sure. Every time she was admitted to prison, there'd be a paper record mm-hmm. as well. I mean, the online stuff's going to go. Yeah. You know, but there's backups you know it just didn't seem right and i get it when she um goes and attacks i think it's ben Mendelssohn and throws him outside kind of thing and he's like it doesn't exist i yeah. was like exactly it's, just, <laughs> it's too good yeah too good to be true yeah yeah didn't make sense but that whole sequence did lead into batman and catwoman fighting together which you don't get to see much
1: yeah like uh, that was one of my only issues with the film i don't think catwoman was ever should have been ever a combat effective person she's a, a person that gets in gets out and without being seen and Cat stuff like Berger. that yeah yeah and she's fighting people on on uh even surface and she's beating left and right goons left and right and these goons are pretty good you know i can understand batman destroying them but she's mm. i don't know she and that and she's a girl you know girls could. can't have that kind of stuff <laughs> no offense
0: <laughs> the views expressed by lloyd Hughes.
1: Now, I I thought
0: she would have had a bit more of a weapon or something like that. Yeah, like a whip. There's the iconic whip. Yeah. um, But she had those, like, heels she had. Oh, yeah, which had the blades on them, Um, yeah. Maybe she could have had little, like, uh, cat-type nails. Yes, yeah, just like in
1: the uh, second one,
0: yeah, yeah. But it felt like she didn't really have a a weapon. Like, she'd used a gun and stuff like that. But then Batman's all like, no guns, no killing, you know, (laughs) sort of thing. She goes, what?
1: (laughs) Yeah. It sounded like you said, no guns, no killing. (laughs) I (laughs) I know it what <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: i mean they they win the fight they jump in the car and he goes this isn't a car and then they fly off so
1: that's what that feels like
0: <laughs> wasn't that a weird line yeah yeah to yeah. say on his own in the batman voice why wouldn't he say that as Bruce it's, Wayne? it's
1: almost like him saying snuffles snuffles <laughs> yeah the worst thing Batman should ever say like it's like this, uh, the joke um, two things da- um, Darth Vader should never say Padme and snuffles <laughs> where Pad- is Padme <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just weird hearing uh, Batman I'm surprised they went with that voice it's been parodied and joked about and I think it's pretty universal people do, do not like that voice that Christian Bale puts on and it makes they- sense though uh, yeah no watch watch Michael Keaton do it and that makes sense Michael Keaton just says his lines, you know. Yeah. I, I, but,
0: but they would identify him as Bruce Wayne. I don't think that's that's Because that's, no, against, no, cause that's what he's doing. He's being the rich millionaire playboy with the pretend Clark Kent
1: wears glasses. Superman doesn't wear glasses. Jeez, there's no way they're the same person. <laughs> uh, well, we'll just, let we'll just skip it. Well, that's where we differ. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Michael Kane comes in yep. and reveals the fact that. Rachel was choosing Harvey Dent yeah and that he he could no longer help you
1: Master Wayne oh, I almost broke up when he said I looked after this boy who cried in that room I was like oh <laughs> and I also feel sorry for Alfred he's this loyal old man who's got nothing going in his life but you know there's loyalty to Bruce Wayne like the he's a father family. He, I think he accepts he's, he's the dad he's the father figure he's the father figure and he'll look after him till the end and we really feel like there's this great moment for Alfred in, in this trilogy mm. like where he's just really saying yeah yeah that was really good because quite often I'm, I'm fully I love Michael um, Kane. I think he's fantastic but quite often his monologues I'm like oh gosh <laughs> the
0: size of a tangerine
1: yeah 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 exactly in Burma and I'm like oh god <laughs> tell me a story Mr. Kane <laughs> did you want uh, Alfred I just want to know if you wanted eggs in Burma I was just just don't go on about it just tell me if you want eggs with your toast. Scra- <laughs>
0: scrambled yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yes or no Alfred just hurry up <laughs> it's not an essay question yeah.
0: <laughs> alright well he says uh, goodbye Alfred Yeah, right, that's Alfred sad. leaves the very next scene is... Because he
1: never believed him about the letter, did he? No. He says, oh, how that's... dare you use Rachel and stuff. Yeah,
0: how, how does that? Um, then in the next scene, the door is getting knocked. And it's uh, knocked knocked on um, by Lucius Fox. And then he goes, Alfred? Like, immediately he's like, where's Alfred? Anyway, shouldn't someone else be opening this door? <laughs> it's almost as if he didn't believe. But I just found it really comical that he was like, goodbye, Alfred. And the next line was, Alfred? <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Um, there's a lot of political stuff in this film. There's you know uh, Occupy Wall Street type references, the rich, the 99. Yeah, that's right. What did you think of though the device underground that's going to provide free clean energy for the whole city?
1: Yeah, no, that's interesting. I hear lots of rumors. There's weird things like that being invented all the time. But mm-hmm. yeah, every movie, every epic's got to end with the bomb, you know that sort of thing.
0: Well, it was easy to turn into a bomb, wasn't it? Yeah. Considering it's like a device, like Bruce Wayne sees that it can be turned into a bomb. And surely does zero background check on Natalia. Um, (laughs) Miss Miss Tate. He's immediately like, I trust you. You're the CEO of my company now. You know, it's just didn't make any sense
1: to me by the way it's great seeing Marion Cotillard, um, Cotillard, Cotillard yeah she, I, Academy I think, Award winner yeah I think she's beautiful I think she's one of the most beautiful women on, on screen at the moment mm. and she can act and I was just like oh wow she's in it I didn't know that she was in the film like, oh cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah but
0: like it's a hasty decision uh, to put her character Miss Tate in charge, yes, sort of thing. Yeah, you know, yeah, quickly, kind of because he loses all of his stocks and the. It's the weird
1: because they were able to identify so much of Bane, like um, yes. Michael Keane was able to research so much of Bane, but nothing. Michael Keane. Michael Keane. Kane. Kane Kane yeah because Not he was Michael so Keaton Michael Kane <laughs> 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 he, he the butler he was uh, he was saying he was giving the backstory on yes, um, he's like he was think-
0: supposedly in a prison pit and he did this and yeah, that. yeah yeah surely
1: they would have looked into her I don't know maybe that's just credit to her she's able to mask a background like mm. she is from the league of shadows
0: Just quickly on yeah I guess so on um Alfred when he's talking about that Florence fantasy where he goes I imagine seeing you sir you know like where he goes to Florence every single year um, and he hopes to see him with a wife and kids and stuff yeah, yeah, when we saw that I knew that scene would be at the end of the film
1: um, do you want to talk about the ending now or do you want to get to a- it we'll, we'll get there that. but okay, I just want to yeah, yeah. if
0: at that point you were thinking that scene would be at the end of the film you know, when it shows yeah, in Florence? I
1: I no, I wasn't that smart. <laughs> I thought
0: why are they showing us this sure. if it's not gonna be coming back? Sure, yeah. And yeah. Immediately I was like waiting for that. Well, I don't happen. know, there
1: was just so many back, um uh, flashback sequences by that moment, I just mm. thought it was another one of those things, you know. <laughs>
0: okay, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> well at that point I was very suspicious. Wow, yeah, wow, we're very well done. Okay. Um so from billionaire to bum, the newspaper headline, Bruce Wayne loses all his money really doesn't seem to affect him much he gets locked out of his house <laughs> yeah um, the lot of the power he loses the yeah. power that was funny <laughs> yeah and he sleeps with marion cotillard's character and i'm thinking if she it's very james bond to have uh, the hero sleep with the villain or the yeah. villainess yeah sort of thing you know uh couldn't she have just killed him then
1: no but he was instrumental in her plan she wanted the. He, she wanted him to yeah she could have mm-hmm. but she wanted him to suffer to see the city burn to know that he failed You know, it was all a big... 12
0: million souls.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, so to killing them there would have just been, oh, yeah, you know.
0: Another thing that bugs me, and they're little things, was surely if this nuclear weapon is going to blow up Gotham, they're going to be in Gotham. They're all... It's like a fancy kind of super-sized suicide bomber kind of thing because Bane's going to die and Natalia's going to die and they're all going to die. Yeah. It's going to be one big, you know they're all dead yeah yeah the end like the, her winning plan is to kill everyone yes in a big explosion yeah that's it yeah 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 that's just seems weak to me like well why to yeah. go through all this training couldn't she just well ex- example jihad could-
1: the terrorism in september 11th you know well, couldn't
0: she have just acquired some nuclear material gone into the sewer made a bomb and just exploded it
1: that's a good point like rather than steal the fusion reactor
0: i mean if it's just if there's no point besides making bruce wayne suffer why don't you just i don't know i guess the, the torture was mental but yeah yeah he just broke the tv and then he just couldn't see it anymore <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like they
1: never went back and checked on him <laughs> yeah um, they didn't leave two guards behind or something yeah yeah no? why are you guys helping him fix his back i specifically gave instructions <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. who are you guys I don't yeah. Know. Like,
0: yeah all right let's lead to the to the bigger stuff catwoman yep. betrays him leads batman to bane pretty cool sequence
1: yeah but ba- um batman gets destroyed in a very good fight scene yes One of the best in, fight the in the sewer and yeah. th- he
0: knows he's bruce wayne there's no music in the fight it's just hitting noises you know i am the league of shadows he then they break into the armory. The the bat cars and everything come down. You know the men are immediately able to access all the uh,
1: secrets that Bruce Wayne didn't want anyone to find. Yeah, which is weird because now all these henchmen and guys are running around knowing who Batman is. Yeah, I was shocked to see the statue at the end of Batman shouldn't it have been of Bruce Wayne. Don't doesn't everyone know he's Bruce Wayne? Well,
0: <laughs> unless the statue at the end said Bruce Wayne, who was Batman. Sure,
1: it was not Gave clear his life for the city exactly. Yeah,
0: yeah. It was not clear whether or not. Everybody knew acknowledged
1: him. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: In the same way that like Harvey Dent Day was celebrated, maybe there was a Bruce Wayne Day instead or something, you know.
1: And the Harvey Um, Dent Day would be uh, tainted now. (laughs) Batman Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone wears a mask. I heard. This is on another note. Detroit is making a, a a statue of RoboCop. Really? Yes. Um, it got cancelled. The mayor said, I'm not doing that. And there was this huge <laughs> online petition. And then there were, yep, we're commissioning a statue of Robocop. It, you know, we laugh at it, but there is a statue of Rocky in uh, Philadelphia. Yeah. I took a photo next to it. There's literally from the movie, he donated it um, to the film, uh, to, to the city, a yeah. statue of Rocky. It's one of their main monuments, and everyone goes and takes a photo. Wow. It's amazing how a film becomes something. So maybe there'll be a statue of Batman in New York. <laughs> it did look like New York to me. They might as well go all out with the Avengers. Oh, no, it was New York. It's Gotham City. It's Gotham yeah. City, yeah, yeah, but it but was New York, New with, York? The, with the Brooklyn yeah. Bridge. Okay, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And it looked like New York. Yeah. I was
0: pretty sure they, that's where they filmed it. Um, yeah, so he breaks his
1: back. Bane yep. destroys oh, that's Batman. That's famous in the comics for yep. Batman dying, so yeah. There, not dying, breaking his yeah, back. Yeah, breaking his back, sorry. Yeah. I think
0: in the comics he still comes back and defeats Bane, but it's like a massive, iconic comic book cover, I believe, where he's holding him up in the air, which was that moment in the film where he brings him down on his knee, breaking his back. I,
1: I'm shocked. Um, Batman is fighting for his life. Bane is this guy who's probably going to destroy the world. I I don't know. If I was Batman, I'd break the rules. I'd take a sawn-off shotgun and just shoot him right in the face. In fact, they do that kind of towards the end mm. where Catwoman comes in and just blows him away. I was like, oh, well, that was easy. You know, the whole time I was thinking that, just shoot him in the face. But ba- Batman can't kill. That's the thing is that his rules... Yeah, but you, it's either that or millions of people are going to die. Just shoot him in the face. That's the whole time I was thinking. But he was
0: able to defeat the Joker without shooting him in the face. He should have shot him in the... I don't know, when that it comes was,
1: down... The second
0: film was all about whether or not he could to break k- the to one kill. rule. kill, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: But, I don't know, with all those people at stake, that's when it's- you have to terminate, I think. But
0: it would have seemed like the whole second film was
1: a waste of time and then, <laughs> yeah. then the third one he went well i could just shoot him <laughs> i'm surprised no one just Give the you, guns you know to that me. great light in austin powers too. you know i got a gun why don't you just shoot him right yeah. here and the dr got evil yeah 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 you just go son you don't get it do you mm. you know what you don't you, get you don't get it, it. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes. greatest slide in history um yeah yeah um, I mean, history, and another very thing good with, with fighting, um, you know, I'm so glad MMA has really changed the level of fun. Before it was all stand-up and weird martial arts, Steven Segal moves. Now it's becoming very practical and close and heated. I'm surprised Batman didn't use some form of jiu-jitsu. And, you know, he's wearing a mask. I think, hmm, there's obviously Sonic in that mask that he really needs. Let's just take it off with Sonic, you know, and just swipe at it or yeah. get in close and then just into Because towards the end of the fight, the last, um, sorry, I'm a, bi- I'm a big stick. When it comes to combat scenes, um, the last fight scene, he went for that. In he the threw, yeah, yeah, he was throwing right hooks or le- le- left hands landing on the face, and yeah. the things were coming off. You know, but at
0: that point, he knows that that is
1: uh, like oh, his weakness. He couldn't put two and two together. A guy's wearing a mask and talking through that. I would. The He's first thing I would have Yeah, well, the Does first that thing make I,
0: his weakness. Well, his his it's not
1: over his uh, breathing apparatus area. Like he's always re- I would have just thought, okay, I'm gonna go right for that mask, because I know there's Sonic there. If I was fighting Bane and he would wipe the floor with me in two seconds, mm. I would just go right for that mask. Like that's the first thing I would have think of. And the game would have been over. He wouldn't have just- Oh, my weakness! Why <laughs> didn't I put it right in my face? <laughs> Well, it's most most protected. If you think about it, he's got like yeah. No, true. Yeah. yeah, I thought there was a weakness like kill in his heel. body because he always held his chest. He did like that every time there was an explosion or something. He'd hold his chest. So I I always assumed his weakness was under his rib cage. Mm. And then when he punched him in the face and that mask thing came, I'm like, oh, it's not easy when you just do that to begin with. <laughs> it's right at the beginning of the film. Like I said, they say you know what happens if we take do you die
0: if we take off your mask? It would and hurt I mean, incredibly. It would be very painful for yeah, <laughs> you. Yeah. yeah. yeah well moving on <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> they put batman in prison this prison with the pit catwoman also goes to prison and we have another cameo the prison guard behind selena kyle is Bellick from prison break he was the security guard in prison break oh no way and he was a security that's like so a cool. prison guard in this as well and that's I was like, oh, no so way. cool yeah, yeah. he's got a couple of lines yeah yeah I guess she'll fit right in kind of thing that guy um there was another another weird cameo as well. It was the guy from The Fast and the Furious, The Shaved Head, who's also in yep. Bruce Will- uh, Bruce Almighty yeah. with the monkey flying up his butt kind of thing. Um, he was in there as just like one
1: quick scene as like a goon who yeah, he was sends at, them out on the ice. Yeah, training day. He was also on training. I can't remember what scene.
0: Yeah, I don't know his name. Um, so it's a, they get put in this prison and Bane starts to take over the city. Uh, the football game, that whole explosion that takes out the whole bunch. Had yeah. you seen that before? Oh, I think I did. Yeah, because that's in the trailer. Yeah,
1: that's in the trailer. So I might, I might have saw a trailer then. Yeah, because it did go. Oh, I think I've seen this scene yeah. before. Yeah, it's a
0: shame that was in the trailer because that was a pretty big moment. Like, did the, the mayor of- die in that? Yes. Sequence? Okay.
1: Yeah, it was really quick as well because yeah. I had to think. I go, was that explosion inside the mayor where the mayor was standing? Yeah, yeah, you know?
0: exactly. It was um, citywide explosion, so All the bridges go down and everything, and then Bane gets the scientist to talk and then snaps his neck, and uh, someone has the trigger. You know, do you feel like? I mean, you would know you wouldn't have the trigger. So, <laughs> couldn't you sneak out somehow by yeah. boat or something? I feel yeah, like yeah, yeah. Some people would have... That, been- that
1: was weird logic. I was like, what? One person... I think it was just to scare the people that like, one of you guys... But it's weird voted, that it yeah. worked.
0: Like, we don't really get, like, from the perspective of an average person in Gotham. We don't get, like, what they're seeing on TV and stuff. Um, but with every single cop trapped underground kind of thing, it was interesting that it was just rioting and the, um, the court where um the scarecrow
1: reappeared and
0: he's like the judge bizarre like rich person's court you know
1: have you played batman arkham um city the batman game no it's it's amazing it's amazing and it's like that this whole city has gone crazy and the criminals are like running it it's Mm -hmm. yeah it was uh, as a batman fan uh, it's an, an amazing game so much so it's Put this big stamp on the whole franchise like it's not like oh yeah because games used to be oh yeah we'll just make a little game like gimmicky thing no it actually affects now the mythology of Batman the, the game is that powerful the story and mm. how it's on everything um so as a Batman fan when I saw this whole situation like a whole city under siege I'm like oh this is kind of cool that's where the critics had big troubles with it like it just seemed I think too stupid to them like a whole city being under siege you mm. know and and the whole situation just seemed too crazy but I, I didn't have a problem with it at all
0: yeah I guess I feel like there should have been a SWAT team and they wouldn't have sent every cop there was that line he's like not every cop you know and Blake and Gordon are the only two cops above ground kind of thing and it's
1: so weird how they take out all these special forces and at the end of it it's just like a Gangs of New York thing with 3,000 cops for 3,000 I'm going man the terrorists would destroy these cops because cops aren't that good at combat you no, know like,
0: and some of them running
1: were not very fit looking yeah yeah exactly <laughs> like it's in heat like uh, Michael Mann said if you for- if you have force to assault the cops the cops don't know how to deal with it because they're used to being the force you know they are only armed with little guns the moment you have a machine gun you're going to in mm. you know and it's just so weird how all the cops are running and they open up with machine guns i know batman took out all the tanks um so they didn't have artillery fire but man cops would have been mowed down you know mm. and they didn't it's good like how heaps of people die i like that when a, a big it's superhero movie. yes a lot of issues with superhero movies you don't see people die um that much like even no no I'm not going to say that but uh, uh, yeah like it's just good to see a lot of fatalities a lot of um, people like uh, when they were being judged and were thrown out into exile you saw other random people walking out into the Mm. ice that was pretty tragic yeah Mm.
0: Yeah, that was a pretty crazy, like death or exile. death yeah, and
1: it was cool seeing Scarecrow yeah, play the judge <laughs> death by
0: exile. It's good that they let him live too. Yeah, they didn't have to have him die off in any way. You know, it was just he's he just was so around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's and
1: he's in the second one, but very briefly. Isn't it? I feel he, like
0: yeah. if Heath Ledger, he's in all of them. Yeah, he's yeah. at the beginning of the second one. um If Heath Ledger had lived and been in this film, because he'd won an Oscar, and I'm sure he still would have won the Oscar. I feel like they would have beefed up his part. It would have been in
1: the third one. Yes. Oh,
0: I see. Yep. And there may have even been a point where he had some kind of reconciliation with Batman almost, where he accepted that Batman was a good guy that he was always going to save the day and he was just like not helped him beat Bane in any way, but didn't stop him from beating Bane, you know, sort of acceptance kind of thing. It would have been nice to see him. I mean, I know it's yeah. not going to happen. Yeah, it's not going to see another Joker for yeah, a long it's time. so sad if they do uh, another batman which supposedly they're going to probably another rights type issue um i guess they'll do one in anticipation of a justice league movie you know batman oh Superman. yes yeah and it would
1: have to be a separate universe it yes. could, you could never take this universe into the justice league yeah mm. yeah yeah
0: so i guess that's what we'll see we'll see some
1: you know they've <laughs> still got a great actor who could play the joker um really good Chris chriswin glover
0: Crispin Glover?
1: Yeah, there's big, huge things on on the internet. Everyone wanted him to play um, the Joker. There was huge momentum. There's an interview with him. Well, how do you feel everyone wants you to play the Joker? And he goes, you know, um, I'm really flattered, and I re- did approach um, the studios for that, but I don't think they want me at all to play mm. the part. And he's so flattered that everyone wants him. And then Heath Ledger came out and went, oh, okay, that's fine. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah Never no yeah. mind Crispin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what's funny is Crispin Glover, just to quickly sidetrack, he was in the first Back to the Future film, obviously, yeah. made him famous. Amazing performance. Yeah. And then he asked for so much more money yeah, for the he's second. he's very one. difficult to work with. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which makes him not ideal for yeah, these yeah. like this when they can have sequels with the same characters. And so he asked for so much more money for the second one that they went, oh, no, we'll kill him off. Yeah, yeah. And so his character, George McFly, is dead <laughs> in the second film and just not in it anymore, <laughs> yeah. you know, kind of thing. And they just yeah, work around it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Liam Neeson made a reappearance in this film Razal ghul yeah obviously he trained um batman batman in the yep. first film and supposedly bane was too extreme for his yep. training um he has kind of a vision of him and stuff and realizes he's the mercenary from the story he was told which is a pretty big leap for me for him to go wait the mercenary must have been Ghul." yeah al-Ghul. i know
1: like um it was an it illusion, wasn't it? It was just in his mind. So yes. he it really, he's putting it together in his mind. Well, in
0: his mind he put together that Bane was his son as well, That's which is wrong. pretty
1: big. Yeah, yeah, which is wrong, yeah. But it was
0: a pretty big leap to go, the mercenary must have been someone I know. It's a pretty small world. That's very true. <laughs> wasn't the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't the <laughs> Scarecrow. <laughs> I don't remember Harvey Dent being a mercenary. <laughs> <Rasul> <laughs> <Gore. Yeah. laughs> you know, it's just, I mean, <laughs> it's... A sort of fictitious story he's hearing secondhand from the old blind man and stuff just doesn't feel like he would have put that together yeah it was a bit convenient it was all to make us believe that bane escaped this prison and all that sort of stuff um but it was actually natalia it's like a bit of a you know secret yeah sort of twist in the film um i thought the whole prison sequence was really interesting It was weird how there were all these prisoners who were just sort of walking around, but there were also cages that they sort of stayed in. And they all
1: sort of had, like, an order They were very helpful to each other, going,
0: Oh, yeah, you're trying to go up. Good luck, buddy. (laughs) Just to touch on Prison Break again, um, in that film, they escape the prison in the first series. The second series, they're on the run. At the end of the second series... Guess what? They're in prison. (laughs) Yeah, at the end end of the second series, beginning of the third season, they're put in this crazy prison where the prisoners run the prison. There are no guards in there and stuff. It's a South American prison,
1: isn't it? Yeah, Yeah, which he
0: doesn't have floor plans to this time kind of thing. And that reminded me of that. But it was very kind of civilized and it was Bane's prison now. Sure. So it was as if he'd risen, if you will, to the, you know, top spot and ran the prison. Sure. Um, Obviously didn't have to be in there anymore to do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, But that chanting rise was really great yeah that was awesome you know and like uh the whole why do we fall flashbacks
1: yeah that was fantastic i love it how it touched so much on one and two yes oh it's great yeah, that was yeah, probably yeah. the
0: best part about it was that you got this if you watch all three back to back it really pays off yes yeah besides katie holmes <laughs> it all pays off really you know well. you're never gonna let that go <laughs> i think it's the worst thing about the trilogy sure is that not, the not actress having that changes. consistency yeah sure i mean i feel and like that's
1: out of their hands like obviously Katie Holmes. yeah Well,
0: they could have offered her more money maybe oh, i don't know i didn't they didn't know the second i seriously would be such think a it was the tom cruise
1: myth he was just like no
0: but then like i said you could just put it as it could have been a different woman i mean you don't get that whole childhood best friends thing but surely you could have started the second film with him having dated this girl for a long time and been really close with her or something you know and then that happens or whatever i don't know anyway i'm not going to go into it three months go by when he's in this prison because the bomb's going to go off at five months. Yeah, I didn't like
1: the time limit on the bomb um, at all. I understand for the very ending, it had to have been that, you know, yes. he's racing against the bomb. Some days, you can't get rid of a bomb. Do you know where that line's from? Yes. The
0: original <laughs> Batman. Who's was uh, fantastic. Adam West
1: movie. <laughs> Use my shark repellent. <laughs> he's basically got this bomb and he's trying to get We're rid of it. We're talking about Adam West now
0: and the uh, original Batman feature. Length yeah,
1: the poor guy's running around with this bomb. Like, like and it's a one of those
0: ridiculous oversized bomb with, like,
1: yeah cord that's got that spark on it yeah yeah one of those cartoon bombs exactly what Dave said mm. and he's just trying to get rid of this bomb and he goes to the water there's people swimming there he goes to this and there's there's nuns there's and this, a duck or something yeah there's duck <laughs> and then through. he just eventually like he's running around the whole city trying to get rid of this bomb and he goes some days you can't get rid of a bomb <laughs> yeah.
0: but there was also that big oversized bomb in um which was the Batman where Robin first appears was it Batman Forever, Forever? was there a big bomb in that There was, like, uh, there was a bomb in the circus with Two-Face and stuff Oh yeah, And Robin kind of goes to the top and he throws it and it rolls down the hill and stuff. Oh, okay. It's a big comical bomb in that as well. It's maybe a Batman thing.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so it's going to have a bomb. I didn't like it how there was a time limit on it. I would have liked to have seen him in the prison for a really long time, like Mm -hmm. longer than three months. Just, I don't know.
0: Maybe a bigger beard or something.
1: Yeah, yeah, something (laughs) like that. Just to see him physically iron up like to take out um, well, what
0: are they eating during that time it's yeah, yeah. weird that he needs to eat to grow body mass to get stronger it was a weird bit of time for the prison like it was a, an interesting like i thought it was the part
1: of the film that was too long wasn't that cool how he goes just get rid of the rope and you'll make it and hmm. i thought oh man yeah that's right because yeah, he nothing. cannot fail yes. now yeah that was so cool you got no safety
0: rope. yeah 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 let me ask because you I'm question. not afraid
1: because we'll get rid of the rope. Yeah. Well,
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Yeah,
1: yeah. Because <laughs> then if I fall, I'm dead. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> and then Gotham
0: burns. <laughs> <laughs> it's a just in case rope. Uh, where do you think Alfred was during that three months? I don't know. That's a good Florence? question. Went to Florence for his holiday. <laughs> running around
1: the city going, oh, bugger. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just like, oh, where's Alfred? Yeah, that's a good point. He left. Yeah, yeah. And, like, Lucius Fox and everyone else is in trouble. They're, you know, obviously getting captured and stuff. I feel like Alfred would have been amongst the rich. Yeah, yeah. And sent out onto the ice. But he's just not there. So I'm guessing he went to Florence. Sure. Let's say Florence, eh? Um, Bruce finally gets out. He enlists Selina to help save this city. And then the Batman is back. Yeah. And uh, the dumbest thing in the film, I think, was when he saves... Gordon from the ice, and then the the flare light it up kind of thing. He throws it; it lights that trail of on the Brooklyn Bridge too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the bat symbol on the building. Now, imagine him elaborately setting up that stunt. (laughs) (laughs) Like it's so theatrical, obviously, to be like Batman's back, everyone. Yeah, you know, hope is here, kind of thing. But like, so much went into that. Couldn't he have just put on the bat light? like the bat symbol in the end you know something else because i feel like as well he damaged that building yeah that's
1: the brooklyn bridge as well (laughs) yeah yeah but maybe not in this universe yeah
0: yeah it seemed really elaborate and tactically really silly because he like revealed to bane that's how he revealed to him like hey I'm, i'm out of the prison and i'm back as batman and he was like that's impossible kind of thing right why not just attack him when he's not ready like you know where Bane is find him tactically attacked and then shoot
1: him in the face
0: <laughs> look I mean he could have because at that stage he knows he's got the mask and it's his weakness at that stage he could have dropped from the top knocked onto out his Bane, mask ripped the mask off of his head yeah and attacked him without him knowing. Why didn't you that he shoot one of those
1: poison darts that or those made him unconscious? Tiny yeah, yeah, make him unconscious and take off the mask. You probably take a you few. Don't get it, do you, Scott? You <laughs> could have shot a few of them. Because like, <laughs> he's like a horse. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. More he goes, oh. Did anyone hear Sonic then Rip off his mask.
0: I like. I like how Catwoman was all everyone for themselves kind of thing yeah. you
1: know um, oh she looked fantastic in the skin tone she's riding the bike I was like cool oh, cr-
0: <laughs> gratuitous butt yeah, shots. Yeah, yeah. they weren't they weren't as gratuitous as they could have been
1: no yeah exactly so, I was like right. oh, Chris you could have got a lot further with that what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> um not everything <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. not
1: yet oh Chris is doing the voice again everyone <laughs>
0: <laughs> um she was all like come with me you don't know these people anything you know kind of thing and he ...was always going to try and save Gotham... ...because that's who he is... He's ...and I like it on. how
1: she falls in love with him... like ...or just admires him... ...because he's so stubborn... ...he's so believing... ...like "No, I've got to trade my life for this city... ...sort of thing... ...and she realises that this guy... You know, even the rich or whatever is really real. They're not about themselves. It, yeah, yeah. She,
0: she seemed really keen on watching it all chaotically yeah, fall yeah. apart, and then changed her mind. Yeah, saw a look on her face. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: that was great. Yeah,
0: um, she she did a great job.
1: She yeah. did a pretty good job. Yeah, yeah.
0: no, I think uh, a lot of people could have done it though. It yeah. wasn't as if she had some special spin on it. No, that's like true. She didn't went. have like the X yeah. Factor, as you
1: said. Yeah, no, well said. Yeah, it was it
0: was pretty by the numbers. Yeah, but it was well written. Yeah, like, it was a good part. Um, so then that leads us into the cops versus Bane's men. And the most annoying part is after all of this, it just cuts to some shots of the cops and they've got like, they've won, you know, after all the events of the film, and after all the climax, it's just the cops. It cuts to them, and they've overpowered. Yeah, managed to
1: overpower this very highly... Um, they almost seemed invincible, this terrorist group, as well. Every time a special force has tried to infiltrate, they knew about it. Yep. When um, Gordon Levitz, is it? Tried Joseph to get Gordon out Leavitt. her friend, and yep. it, it seemed... They stopped like, him. Yeah, yeah, they stopped, and they, they knew about him, and then they easily get taken out. And then they're up against the cops, and the central... Um, guarded area at the the city hall, and they get overpowered by cops who are very who have been underground for a long time. Very should be pretty weak. Yeah, should be very weak. I, mean, I know they're pissed off and they're angry. They want to take these guys on, but they're very unarmed. They have got yeah. probably limited ammunition, and they're in a fortified position. I'm sorry to be really practical about it, yeah. man. Those cops would have been destroyed in a head to head combat. Yeah. But that was cool, man. How that everyone's fighting at Batman and Bane meet in the in the midst of this battle. Yes. It's like gangs of New York. Oh, that was so cool. (laughs) It was was really well done. Yeah, yeah.
0: Absolutely. And this time Batman defeats him
1: um, and has the whole, where is your trigger? You know, bit. (laughs) And then it's revealed... The the twist. I thought that was fantastic. I thought Mary Cotilla. Oh, she's Natalia. Because Natalia, she's this sexy, beautiful you know, um, girl that Batman is supposed to marry. That's the whole mythology. Batman is the perfect mate for this girl and they're gonna continue on the League of Shadows. That's the whole thing about her. And they cast this incredibly beautiful French actress as a part. And the whole time you think she's just this businesswoman and she's she just, the new
0: in love interest. Yeah, yeah, or she's or the new love Catwoman interest. Is, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she sticks this knife right into it was so cool and she's mm-hmm. telling him like she has these amazing eyes, Marion Cotillard Cotillard Cotillard, um, whatever and she's is. just piercing right into Batman's soul Mm. going I just want to see you burn for killing oh my god and then it's revealed she makes the jump not a guy not this superhuman guy who never made the jump Mm. it's this girl a young girl making the jump that was so cool and you get so much insight into her like you get proper exposition on her character oh yeah oh it was so good and you feel so much about her like you feel how much she appreciated Bane and how much Bane loved um, this girl like really loved her really looked after her and stuff like that and um, and then she you know puts the mask back and she touches him going thank you I'll see you friend and stuff like that and he's crying Bane's crying well, wasn't that amazing that was so well done yeah. oh my god it was just two minutes I think the whole sequence of three minutes and, and you got to amazing. see Tom
0: Hardy's face in the prison as well before he became Bane Yeah, and got this whole humanity to him then really really quickly kind of thing it was really really but well but that done. wound
1: should have really affected Batman I'm assuming Natalia just from being a legal shadow, she knew where she placed that knife between ribs or something yeah yeah and it should have been he should have been going constantly back to it like he's dying Batman is slowly at his point of death but he seemed to revive instantly when Catwoman came in and shot Bane and then he's flying this pilot he should have been constantly like the pilot the the plane should have been dipping like heaps like he's slowly fading like mm. he's on his last legs yeah what did,
0: what did you think of the death of Bane
1: yeah, that was cool. That that to me, that was like the whole time. Yes, that it's pretty easy, isn't it? <laughs> Batman should be like, look, I can't shoot people. Could you take this shotgun and just <laughs> blow him in the face? Yeah, sure, no problems. Bam, end of the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. No, that was cool.
0: It was just so practical. It was in it, in a way, though. I think he went out like a punk. I mean, they built him up into
1: this awesome character, and boom, yeah. Um, yeah, I know a lot of people weren't happy with it, but to me, that was the most practical. And I, the whole time, I was like that's right <laughs> yeah anyway <laughs> now we get to a big chase sequence where they're after the it's bomb the classic
0: bomb will go off yeah 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 situation. it was a
1: cool chase sequence where the but two tanks are trying to cover it. yeah yeah. to
0: have this bomb go from like it's gonna go off in five months you know and then three months go by four months go by whatever and then it's like 11 minutes <laughs> yeah, yeah
1: no yeah. oh you write yourself into such a cliche there like yeah. when the bomb's about to go off
0: Christopher Nolan was quoted as saying the three themes, like the, if you could describe the themes of one word, any of each of these films, that the first Batman film is about fear, obviously overcoming. And, and they use that of, word
1: so many times. <laughs> <they> frighten me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fear runs a city. <laughs> the second one,
0: chaos. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. And the third one is pain, apparently. Okay. Though yeah. I would have thought it would be hope because it's rising, you know, from sure. the ashes of he's
1: everything's destroyed i can see that and i can see pain no yeah. they both both are very valid and batman d- gets destroyed left right and center in this film yes. like he gets everything taken away from him his, i like that his money and stuff yeah everything like bruce wayne's literally left out, and he's physically he's punished n- nothing yeah. left yeah
0: but the thing was he he sort of had this whole life before he was batman as a criminal he's stealing stuff from the wayne foundation and so he's and lived pretty low before yeah he's done it before yeah. he could start all over again sure. which is seemingly what happens um, so 12 million people in Gotham City because they mentioned that a few times you know you don't really get to know yep. what the sort of thing is going on with everybody and he's going to save them all lucky he has this bat plane to fly this bomb off into the distance let's talk the ending Lloyd okay well at what point of the ending Um, after the it's, explosion No, he's taking the bomb he flies it out and it's like a nuclear weapon right? yeah you see this mushroom cloud explosion yes and theoretically the death of Batman
1: yep I interpret... This is interesting, the ending. I interpreted... Um, I'm pretty dark, by the way. Anyone seen my fa- films on Hayley's Tales.com knows I'm really dark. I interpreted that Batman has died, Yeah. and that was all in Alfred's head. Now, Inception ends with the t- tabletop. Uh, Sorry,
0: that was all in Alfred's head. That was all in Alfred's head. Oh, uh,
1: the end, sir? S- seeing um Bruce Wayne. Like, he's in Florence, and he's just imagining... Bruce Wayne is there with Anne Hathaway. It's Ram. just all in his head. At the end of Inception, we're seeing a top being turned around. Spoilers for Inception. Just <laughs> Spoilers real quick. for Inception. Go see Inception if you haven't seen. And there's a top, um, a spin top, just spinning. And it, if it falls, he knows. Um, it's a dream. It. I it, know oh it's rea- It's not yes. a dream and it just cuts before it drops so we don't know if it's gonna if we're in a dream or a thing. Christopher Nolan left it up mm-hmm. to me it didn't matter even if it was a dream the soul has got resolution you know with his death of his wife and so forth mm-hmm. if it isn't a dream great you know it's all reality yep. with this one I think Christopher Nolan has that similar theme like he just leaves it out in the open like you can interpret it as it's a happy ending Bruce Wayne has survived he's gonna live on live happily ever after with Anne Hathaway in Florence or whatever what have you
0: Florence yeah. or you
1: can interpret it the other way where Batman really did die and Alfred has found peace in knowing that Batman uh, Bruce Wayne has found his own peace through destroying trading his life for the city because that was his thing I haven't given everything yet and everything meaning his life sure to the city yeah. I interpreted it that way I went with the darker ending Mm. you believed it was a happy ending because people actually clapped in my cinema when they saw Bruce Wayne still love the word like that (laughs) I'm like what are you guys talking about he's actually dead this is just all figment of average imagination
0: (laughs) yeah well that's the thing is that he says he had fantasies about that right Um, when he's explaining his Florence thing he says I would often imagine you know that he saw him kind of thing so it's setting you up to think, I guess, that it is a fantasy. And though I considered that, I do prefer the fact that he That leaves, he's alive, sure. Um, because yeah. I like to think, you know, one day he could come back sure. or something. Or train
1: Robin or something, yeah, yeah. But he doesn't
0: need to. He seems well-trained, doesn't <laughs> he? He's the most well-standing citizen. Anyway, um, I think the reason I think the main theme is hope is because you're rewarded by your hope that batman can do it and save the day and everything by seeing him again you know and whether it's a fantasy or not i don't think we will be told for a long time you know years and years
1: it's like a pan's labyrinth the ending of that you can interpret it both ways sort of thing yeah but not spoil that as well i'm not going to spoil a lot of great pan's labyrinth my gosh if you haven't seen it shame on you (laughs)
0: um but like like he says it shows bruce wayne's grave Uh, You get the Batman statue. His house is now home for children, kind of thing. He completes that obligation. The string of pearls is still missing, so Catwoman's still at large doing her own thing, leaving that open for her to have a spin-off, I guess, like Halle Berry or something, but much better. (laughs) (laughs) And that Blake's real name is Robin. He inherits the Batcave, and there's that whole resounding, anyone can be Batman, isn't there? Yeah. You know, like he could put on the cowl and, and that sort of thing. But, I mean, then there would be just a weird... Alfred would be like all right so who are you <laughs>
1: <So> <laughs> what are you doing down here
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah but um I like to think that the positive ending because I'm optimistic I'm glass half full kind of guy and I like to think that Batman's not dead he escaped sure. somehow yeah that you know he could have fixed his own autopilot and stuff if he is dead when it shows Lucius Fox at the end He says, oh, it's been fixed already. And he's like, what's the name? And it's like, Bruce Wayne has authorized the fixing of this thing as if he's still alive. That's kind of his nod to Lucius Fox that he's still alive. Sure. That he fixed it, right? And if he'd fixed it, and maybe fixed the autopilot, was able to eject and whatever the heck, you know, escape the nuclear blast, um, then you like to hope that he's alive kind of thing. Sure, yeah, yeah. But it does seem really impossible because it's a nuclear blast. Yeah, yeah. But then... Indiana Jones survived a nuclear bomb. Oh, yeah,
1: in a fridge. So maybe he had a fridge back just there. Just had a little fridge. Went, I've seen this before. And he's just struggling if- to get his cape in it. <laughs> yeah.
0: His cape seemed like a hindrance a lot of this time. Yeah. Anyway, uh, if he can invent a device that he attaches to his leg and it fixes his leg, yeah, you know, and he can develop a device that he emits a thing that stops all the paparazzi's cameras, you know, and he's got a plane that he can fly around the city, hide in the darkness, you know. Um, he's got... A bike that the wheels flip over when he turns. You know, everything is sort of geared towards us thinking he could develop something to survive. Sure. You know, and if you're
1: optimistic, you're going to see it as at the end there, Bruce is alive. But it's like a Christ figure. He sacrifices himself for the city, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, isn't that uh, re- very religious sort of themes with the statue and everything like that? Yeah. But he's never going to come back to Gotham. That's no. that's the point. Yeah, if he is alive, point. well, he, yeah, he, if he is alive, he he's has got to, a new life. Yeah, he has to make it so that look, yes. I'm gone, he's, and people have to believe that I traded my life for this yes. city, sort of thing. But yeah. he's
0: giving Alfred closure by saying hi to him again, you know, sort of thing. Um, and I, I like to think that, you know, it wouldn't Catwoman wouldn't have been there if it wasn't real. Think about that. Yeah, why why was she there? Why didn't it just show Bruce? No, it's because he's selena Carl's there as well yeah so
1: you know alfred imagines seeing him why yeah but does he imagine di- her didn't there? they see um didn't alfred see him looking at the files and bruce admiring her and he goes oh so you want to date her or you he made a pun like that and he's going no 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 no." Um. all right but
0: he didn't know miss tate was evil because he wasn't around during that why didn't he imagine her you know it- you're wrong <laughs> <laughs> I guess we can leave this one. <laughs> <Yeah>. Anyone <laughs> can be back. No. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. No, um, yeah. Bruce Wayne pre- died at the end, all right? Would
0: you, have, <laughs> would you have preferred the kind of ending where it just showed Michael Caine smiling and looking and nodding and then it cut without showing us, yes. Bruce Wayne? Yeah. No closure. No, no audience closure? closure then. Yeah, you know. You've you got know, another inception. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. You're wondering and you're like, was he alive? Was he dead? Was Michael Caine looking at somebody? Well, I,
1: still, I didn't mind... Um- them showing uh showing bruce wayne and anne hathaway i still interpret that as a dream sequence like him nodding going
0: oh yeah
1: i did not so (laughs) um let us know what you thought yeah 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 you
0: can find all of our
1: links to all of our stuff at Probably the only one that thinks that as
0: well you're probably not (laughs) the thing is when we're recording this it's come out in australia but it hasn't come out in america yeah
1: you lads haven't seen it yet by the
0: time you listen to this you will have so sure you know uh, you can find links to all of our stuff at www.podmeifyoucan.com, uh, including Lloyd's YouTube page, which apparently is quite dark, <laughs> as you heard, and uh, as well of our Facebook page. So uh, drop us some feedback about this podcast there. All right. And uh, next time we will be reviewing Snow White and the Huntsman, the Kristen Stewart and um, Chris Hemsworth film, with obviously Charlie's Theron as... The wicked, witchy character. Sure. All right, so uh, until next time.
1: Thanks, guys. All the
0: best.